Welcome to IVCC's podcast. My name is Crystal Crady, the Administrative Assistant for Student Services. Today we are going to discuss a campus resource that some students are not aware of. So my guest today is Lisa Watelka from Career Services. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being here today. Well, thank you for asking, Crystal. Let's start with why should a student visit Career Services? What is it that Career Services does? Well, one thing people kind of stray away from is the fact that the whole reason they're going to college is to prepare for their ideal dream job or their ideal dream career. Um, career being a lifelong pursuit of what interests you as far as what you're passionate about and make money while you do it. But in the meantime, um, Career Services actually is a department that offers more resources and tools um, ideas on how to do a job search. A lot of students today um, never really had to find a job before. So they don't know where to start, where to begin, how the process works, what do I do, what do I need. So that's kind of where we come into play. We provide those tools and resources. Well, what piece of advice do you have for students that are either beginning to look for a new job or they need to search for an internship? Well, that's interesting to ask because to a degree, searching for an internship worksite is very similar to finding a job itself. Um, a lot of students don't distinguish that difference. Um, one student actually sh shared with me that this is almost harder than trying to find a job when it comes to their internship site. Um, but they need to find out, you know, Number one, connections, networking. Um, you know, what do I need to have pulled together? You should really always have information and research out what you can do. Find your skill sets, identify your experience, what you're good at, so that you can explain to an employer what you can bring to a table. Um, even an internship, they are still an employer. They still need to know that you can do the job, that you can be trained easily, that you don't have to be shown over and over and over again the same thing several times, that they can show you a couple times and walk away and know you'll do the job. So that's kind of sort of the beginning part as far as that goes. So, so if a student finds an internship, what is a you know, a brief explanation of the process that would happen next. Okay. Well, the hard part is identifying whether that internship is just for hands-on experience on the job training, so to speak, just to say that you have knowledge of it. The other part is identifying if it's actually part of a requirement of the program you're in at college. So that being said, to get your college course credit as far as that goes, um, as several of our programs have, and you'll find that at four-year institutions too. To get your college course credit, you still need to be registered into the course itself. So it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. At IBCC, you can't sign up for your registra course registration until you find your work site. Your work site needs to be approved by your program coordinator. So one of the first things that, um, this, just to kind of dispel any misinterpretation, you don't necessarily need to meet with career services first other than to get the course registration paperwork. Um, meet with your program coordinator first. Discuss what they expect of you to get your college credit, to get your grade. 
what kind of experience are they anticipating or wanting you to develop from this experience as far as a work site goes. Once they approve the employer that has agreed to give you this hands-on training, then filling out the career services paperwork will get you one step closer into actually registering into the course itself. So that's career services role as we help with the actual tracking of the course registration, making sure the work site is approved by the program coordinator, um, and then making sure that you get your college credit by keeping you registered into the class itself. Any other interactions are between your program coordinator, the employer, and yourself. So, Interesting. We see a lot of questions about that come through <laughs> our area in the counseling center on their way to you. So. Yeah. Thank you. So I know Career Services hosts a job fair annually in April. What is the date for your event this year? This year's event is Thursday, April 9th. The event itself will run from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. in the gym building. Um, what's really nice about the job fair that we've been utilizing is, is not only our partnership with the News Tribune, um, with the advertisement for the employers during the registration itself, um, but also because we do facilitate or utilize our College Central Network system for employer registrations for our students and community members to actually view who's going to be at the event, the types of jobs that they are actually hiring for. Most of them have their websites, so you can research out that company before you even approach them at the event. So it's a great, fantastic research tool. What should students be doing now in order to prepare for the job fair in April? Uh, just this, they really do need to kind of have an idea of what it is that they're looking for. Um, they need to be able to identify their key set, skill sets, um, their experience, what their goals are. Um, think about it in terms of this is the perfect opportunity to begin your job search process as soon as you're done with your program or even prior to being done with your program. Um, most of the students that I have interactions with, and it's not a bad thing, um, they don't think that far ahead in their program or their experience at, at the college. They don't think about the need to see what's out there, what's going to be available when they're done because right now they're just, I don't need a job, I'm, I'm still going to school. So um, the job fair itself is an excellent resource for them to talk to the employers within our community to find out what types of opportunities may be waiting for them. Ask them, what is it gonna take for me to kind of rise to the top of all those candidates? You know, what kind of skills am I gonna need? You know, is GPA important? in my job application process, you know, things like that. So it's not just about finding a job, but also talking to your potentially future employer to see what it's gonna take. Am I gonna like working there? What's the climate like? You know, what made you wanna work for this company? Things like that, so. And they probably need to consider maybe having an updated resume ready to go with them too that day. Um, not only updated, but even just having a resume. Um, and more importantly, even though a lot of places don't require it, a cover letter. Um, the cover letter is your letter of introduction. Keep in mind that the people representing the companies at the event, 
may not be the hiring entity. So when they take your resume along with your cover letter, you're not going to be there to explain who you are, why you want to work for them, what it is that you're seeking out as far as the type of job, the nature of your level, things like that. So that letter of introduction is going to help along the way because the next person to see it won't see you face to face. Yeah, that's a very good point. What should a, how should a student dress that day? Um, definitely, you just you don't have to necessarily dress for interview attire, but at least you know make a presentable impression. You want to have clean clothes. You want to have ideally at least maybe a button shirt, a nice pair of slacks, um, no holy jeans. Um, to a degree, just remember that this is going to be their first impression of you. And whoever is at that table will remember those that presented well versus those that were kind of like not really wholeheartedly into this is what this is about, so to speak. And unfortunately, you know, first impressions do make a, a difference so absolutely so I would say definitely no PJs um, <laughs> <laughs> no holy jeans um, let's say a student um, applies for a job they got the call that they have an interview what can they do to prepare for that upcoming interview just because they got the interview doesn't mean their research doesn't stop. They still need to review, they still need to prepare, they still need to very confidently share what they can do, how they meet the minimum requirements, how their experience or maybe their coursework has prepared them to do above and beyond what's the minimum requirements. Um, a lot of people are competing for the same position, so you need to make the best impression. You need to let them know that you've done your research as to why you would like to work for that company. Um, maybe it's the culture, maybe it's the climate, maybe it's their mission statement. Maybe it's just the fact that you've heard so much about how hard it is and, and once you're in, you're in and people don't leave. That's usually a good sign. Um, rather than the constant turnover, why won't anybody stay? So. The biggest thing is is to prepare. Go ahead and make your notes. Bring your resume with to the to the interview. Um, not only for yourself as a, a guide sheet for prompts as far as what you've done, but a lot of times in the interview process, it may have been a couple weeks before they even viewed your resume amongst hundreds of others. So have a couple extra copies to hand out to refresh their memory about why they chose you to interview. And I think something that is um, not often done, but is something that is very important, is at the end of an interview when you're asked, you know, do you have any questions for us? You know, a lot of a lot of people will say, nope, I'm good. No, no, I don't have any questions. And that's like your chance to make sure that you um, just any question shows that you're interested, invested in that job opportunity. I think. Definitely. I mean, if nothing else, ask, you know, what is going to make me the ideal candidate? You know, just ask them point blank. If nothing else, if they give you a good answer, you walk away with a takeaway as far as what else do I need to do? What's going to make me the better person for them to choose? So if, for, you know, ideally, if that opportunity doesn't happen, 
you have some food for thought, something to work on. Um, and definitely, definitely, definitely ask for business cards because you will not remember every person's name when you walk away. And you need those names and those titles so that when you send an acknowledgement, your thank you note, whether it be a hard copy snail mail, which is always the best way to go, but even in an email, you need to remember who was there and thank every member of that hiring committee, not just the one person you remember. Absolutely, that's a great point, Lisa. So. Well, thank you so much for being here today to talk about career services and you know what your department offers. And uh, I think it's, it's really beneficial for our students, current and future, to understand you know, the services that you have. Well, thank you for inviting me. Check out IBCC SoundCloud channel or listen to us through Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts for additional podcasts. Thank you for listening.